Hello, what's up? Um, anyone who's listening to this, thank you, as per usual. Um, but you know what, you guys, I'm coming to you, plugging my microphone fresh into my MacBook because I'm heated. No, I'm actually completely kidding. I'm quite relaxed. Um, but uh, no, I just felt quite motivated to just come on this uh, microphone and talk to you because um, slightly comically, I had somebody <laughs> calling me calling me fat which is like probably like it's probably the fifth or sixth time that's happened this year online and it kind of makes me laugh for a few reasons um and I don't believe in like giving space to like people who make negative comments to be honest but for some reason today I just have broken my cardinal rule here and also I have like a good perspective on any anything like this so I don't take it too seriously but yes, uh, this podcast, I guess, welcome back to Rich Herring Podcast. Please rate and review this podcast, unless you're a hater. Don't do, don't, don't give me a bad rating. Um, and I thought it'd be quite an interesting one to come on and talk about my personal insecurities, because we've all got them. So let me talk to you about... So basically, there's this blog um, where people write about OnlyFans creators, I guess, and just like chip in with whatever you have to say. <sighs> I keep yawning today so much. And you can chip in with like whatever you have to say. And um, I honestly didn't really know this was a thing. And then somebody tweeted me like a few of the comments people make. Anyway, somebody started this specific vlog being like, oh, I found this English OnlyFans dude. He's like, seems all right, like pretty attractive, like blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this same guy. So he wrote that in like, I think it's April, and then this same guy more recently commented and said, unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, he's been piling on the weight. So when I read that, I was in absolute fits of, like, laughter, and I called up everyone, (laughs) but not everyone, I called up my best friend, and I was like, do you want to know something fucking funny? Somebody said, unfortunately, he's piling on the weight, (laughs) but it does make me want to talk a little bit about that, because... It's a funny, my insecurities in my life like ebb and flow and change like from one thing to another. And I think like maturing is really realizing that like it's like whack-a-mole as soon as you think you've like fixed one thing about yourself, you're insecure about something else. So it's just like literally the never ending game that you should stop playing. Um, But it's just kind of funny that this criticism was derived around my weight because I probably had somebody who had been following my OnlyFans since February which is absolutely insane because I started my OnlyFans in February and I don't think I was even advertising it. So somebody who was like there from the beginning, to be honest, I think that it's somebody I probably know. And um, they comment, they've been following me like up until this summer and they commented on like all of my posts probably like two months ago saying that I looked fat, I had a double chin, I was so overweight, I was disgusting. If they could unlike this content, they would unlike it. It's so gross. Like back-to-back comments on my OnlyFans, which is obviously a paid platform so that kind of like confuses me as to how someone's paying to then insult me but anyways there are ways to get under my skin and commenting on probably like my appearance is not one of them but I just wanted to talk about that in general right because we're getting to know each other and I'm learning to be more open and I felt that this was quite like funny uh (laughs) just quite hilarious um And then I was like, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you think that people, if they were going to insult you, like the go-to would be like calling you like a gay piece of shit or like saying something homophobic. And then 
you re- I've realized that, of course, that's probably not happening because the people who follow me are mostly gay. Anyway, I don't want to invite hate or inspire anyone to hate, but I did want to talk about this. So I um, did have very big problems with my weight, I guess, and the way I see myself. But the more and more we have these open conversations with one another, like you realize that body dysmorphia is really something that everybody has. It's not like this disorder. I mean, I know some people are arguing with me that it is. But more or less, no one, everyone has insecurities about their body. Um, So I don't think that I'm kind of like some special, you know, mental health patient because I have a bit of body dysmorphia. I do think we all do. It definitely motivates me in so many ways. It motivates me to go work out because of the feeling I get when I don't feel good about my body and the feeling I get what I do. So I've always lived in that headspace. But when I was much, much younger and in school, I had uh, an eating disorder that was uh, uh, actually pretty crippling, to be honest. Um, I know many people struggle with disordered eating in their younger years. And it's like something usually that people grow out of. Unfortunately, this wasn't something that I grew out of. Um, I was actually like mad skinny and underweight and um, lots of doctor's appointments, uh, lots of therapy. And it, it was definitely a big problem. And just like true mental health cases, like I didn't realize like I when everyone around me, I had interventions at school with my parents at the doctors. And I like 100% thought that everyone was crazy and like gaslighting me because I didn't think that there was anything wrong. But I was severely underweight. Um, And for a very, very long time, I like really didn't. uh, It got in the way of lots of important things in my life. And I just remember not feeling like I was fat or, or skinny or anything. I just remember feeling like people who like revolved their life around food were like losers. I had like this very strange relationship with food where I used to feel that um, I used to find food like kind of repulsive and it didn't feel like it was so much around my body image that was bothering me. I just like really, really had some difficulties like physically eating food and and that sounds kind of crazy, but it was took up lots and lots and lots of my headspace in a very, 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 very real way. Um, and so because of a result of that, I was incredibly thin and worried and concerned a lot of people for an incredibly long time. And honestly, this never changed. I like kept going to therapy. I went to cognitive behavioral therapy every single week for a very long time. And then I moved to America. I moved to America, by the way, did you know? Um, when I was like 21. And for some reason... Like at 21, I had resigned to the fact that I was always going to probably be stick thin and feel a type of way about food. And I just kind of like, from my experience in what, from my experience knowing, from my experience knowing rehabilitation programs, I understood that, to be honest, like it was my understanding that most of the time your brain was wired a certain way when it came to um, disordered thinking that like it would kind of, you had to, you'd be better to learn to live with it than to try and like cure yourself of it because that felt quite unrealistic to me and how deep I felt into it at the time I also didn't think that it was anything that was ever going to go away so I just learned to like accept that it was an unfortunate part of um, my headspace and so then when I moved to New York um, I have no idea what it was I think maybe it was like the adrenaline the excitement the like fact that I didn't have anyone in my life watching me in any capacity because everything was new it just sort of stopped overnight which is the wildest thing the way I see my body didn't stop but like the me being able to physically eat more stopped and basically what I'm trying to say is I was like 
100 pounds or less for a very long period of my life and I freaked everybody out for a very long time because everybody thought that I was so ill and skinny so when someone's commenting saying that I'm (laughs) fat like I'm in fits of laughter in my head right so like because it just seems like something that no one would ever throw at me at any point in my life obviously I'm not skinny now but I spoke to my parents just now on the phone. I said, do you want to know something really funny? Somebody just commented saying, oh, unfortunately, he's piling on the weight. And my parents were in hysterics too. And my mum said, basically, like, that's really funny because that is not something I ever thought I, I would hear. Like, And I'm so relieved to hear that that's even, like, in the realm of something someone could say to you because for a long time, like, that didn't feel like it was the case. But, um, so... Although the way, although the sort of like physically and I became healthier and put on more weight and muscle mass, might I add, um, I still have that head on my shoulders that like struggles with the way that I see myself. Comments like this are not damaging to me because anyone who's listening to this who's gay will will obviously have been through people saying shit to them constantly. So like this doesn't bother me at all it's just kind of like interesting conversation starter um and I know it's not that deep I know there are so many worse things going on right now and if anything like I think it's a bit jokes but yeah I just wanted to share that and so the relationship with my body now and the gym is really interesting because like that person has noticed I have obviously put on weight and um I'm not mad about that because what's attractive to me is kind of like more of a rugby build and like I'm definitely have like a chubby little round face so you can see it when I'm like putting on a bit of weight but to me I do work out like constantly so I'm not too I think it's kind of like honestly like a bit cute and um yeah so that's sort of how I feel but I will say like the other insecurity that is juxtaposed with this is like that need for wanting to be big and going to the gym and being seen to be like a bulky man definitely does come from insecurities with sexuality and some of the feedback that you and criticism that I've had and you probably have had when you were younger being gay and equating masculinity and being accepted to like being a bulkier guy. So like it is kind of interesting to me that the longest time I was struggling with food, my body and my skinniness and whilst also wanting to be like this bulky more masculine dude and like in so many respects like that's where I've ended up now and I wouldn't say it was deliberate but I definitely would say it was kind of Freudian and driven by insecurities in so many ways and you could unpack that in so many different directions that I won't right now but there is an irony in today having to like sit in this moment and hear somebody say that I'm fat and me be like well that's honestly like kind of an accolade compared to like where I came from before and the fact that you might see me as like a beefy dude, right? So like, anyway, it's all just very, very interesting. Like it makes my head think in so many different directions. But um, yeah, so that's like super, super interesting. And yeah, like having some insecurities go in a different direction now where I'm like feeling like I need to, you know, I'm getting older, like having to think about all of that kind of stuff. It's super interesting, but I definitely like love myself now. And I also am like, you know, feeling sorry for the past version of me. So nothing, nothing like that is ever going to bother me too much. But I know I want to make it clear that um, I definitely do feel like you, when I see people online constantly, 
looking insane or super super good and like I obviously have a difficult time comparing myself to those people and especially when I'm meeting them in real life or filming with them I find it like particularly difficult I wonder what they think of me or if they if I you know there's so much capital in your body image in what I'm doing now that it definitely you definitely have to be like particularly strong to make sure that doesn't accidentally seep into some of your self-worth or some of the choices you're making in the future but yeah I'm probably still going to be eating that cheeseburger to that person who said that and I'm fine with it I've been on quite a journey with my body and um it's been like very 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 eye-opening and like super interesting in so many ways but yeah I'm probably going to keep doing what I'm doing and if I'm not like exactly the body type that you want or my face is looking a bit too chubby at the moment you can fuck off and you can go you can go and um literally look at there's so many other people um that you could pick from but for me personally when I'm dating or I'm looking at other boys and what I'm attracted to I'm like personally could be just protecting myself and sounding so deluded but I like do not love like a super super cut dude for me if you're wearing a t-shirt and you look a little bit skinny that isn't super sexually attractive like I love when someone's wearing a t-shirt and they're kind of like bulky underneath it no matter whether they're super cut or not that's just personally what I'm into and it's like what I've sort of strived for myself for a long time it's what motivates me to keep going to the gym and um I definitely have a body type that you can tell that I go to the gym and you can also tell that I eat what I want. And that is like pretty much exactly it. My relationship with food is the healthiest it's ever been. I am way less consumed about what I'm putting in my mouth and what the repercussions of that might be. So I'm like very happy to be in that headspace right now. So yeah, I'm pretty pleased with my body and... uh, (laughs) and Also, you said I'm piling on the weight. I want to let you know that I'm actually haven't. I, uh consistently weighed probably like a similar thing maybe the content I'm putting out you can see more of my body and you don't like it but I'm actually not gaining weight if I am it's fine some of my favorite people are everyday looking people and um it is what it is so anyway yeah I also thought this would be a kind of cool opportunity to talk about the fact that I got a hair transplant because I know that kind of interests some people I did I like grew up always having like a Jude Law, like, hairline. My hair was never really receding or thinning, but I definitely had a big widow's peak that, in my opinion, was quite noticeable. And um, that used to bother me, like, all the time growing up. And that's when I talk about the whack-a-mole of insecurities. That's, like, what I'm referencing, because for the longest time, my hairline bothered me. I wanted it to be straight. I wished I could make enough money to ever get a hair transplant. And sometimes... I would like draw my hairline where I would want it to be when I was younger. And um, so I did actually do that. And luckily I went to a good place and you would never know. And my hairline is absolutely perfect right now. And then I started getting insecure about how my face had gotten a bit chubby and like a bit round and started to like research and think about ways I could fix, fix and the vertical commas fix that. Um, and then I had a conversation with myself and was like, dude, don't do that like there's you're gonna do that and then there's gonna be something else and there's gonna be something else and so it's just not healthy but anyway um so I got my hair transplant in 2020 and I started off by like emailing a bunch of places in America ask for quotes and they're very very high and so lots of dudes here will know if they've researched that the other option is to go to Turkey um because they include your airfare and your hotel and your aftercare and the operation itself and it's like much cheaper 
And I didn't feel comfortable doing that because I think that if you're going to do something to your face, you really should pay for it because you just want to take the minimalize all the risks possible because you know that those people who have problems feel like such a fucking idiot and something like that when it's your body I just personally am like either pay for the best service you can and do it or just don't do it and that was my mindset so to be honest the quotes in London were a lot cheaper so in 2020 the summer just before both of the lockdown in between both of the lockdowns sorry I flew over here and had that done and um that was a crazy interesting process because booking a treatment like this is a bit like booking a dentist appointment. No one really asks you too many questions. You think it's going to be kind of like this whole process of consultation and like, you know, instruction, but it's not really. They're both selling you an appointment. And so it's like very quick. And then when you go in that day, there's like five or six people who are all there for you and you're put in like scrubs and you realize very quickly that you're actually having a long, fairly serious operation. And it was all done under local anaesthetic. It took about 10, about eight hours, I would say. So you're pretty loopy, but you are awake. Um, Like you need help going to the toilet. So you're a little bit out of it. Um, But yeah, so I had that hair transplant and it was like super interesting, this process. I could talk about it for ages, so I don't want to bore you, but I'll just talk about, I guess, like some of the interesting things I found that... So every hair follicle that all of us have in our head, I think it's have they either have one to six hair per follicle. So what they do is they get this tiny little instrument that's like an apple corer and they dig out the skin to keep the hair follicle alive, like the flesh around the hair, each hair follicle and they pull it out and then they put it under a microscope and see how many hairs are growing in that specific follicle and then they divide them into cups. So they have like a cup of all of your one follicle, one hair in one follicle, a cup with two hairs in one follicle, and it goes all the way up to six. So that then when they replant them into your designated area in your head, they can stagger them. So they put the ones at the front and then the thicker hair follicles at the back so that your hairline's supernatural, so that it looks like a natural hairline in the fact that it's a bit thinner and then slowly gets thicker. And sometimes when you see people get it done cheap, apparently, is they don't do that um, due diligence and they just put them, they replant them all anywhere. So some people have that like Lego man hairline that's super thick because they haven't had it done so strategically. So luckily I did go to a good place. And how many years are we later? Like three years later and my hair is like super thick. Um, But I just want to make it clear that I did decide to do that procedure before doing anything online. So it's not like the things people said online pushed me to making any radical decisions about my appearance especially when it comes to surgery I it's something I had like always felt and that I always wanted to do and yeah so I did do it and I definitely don't regret that but that was like a big insecurity and now regrettably I do like obviously my body some of my body insecurities are creeping in not specifically because of those mean comments but just because of the fact that I feel like I'm selling myself as a bit of a product based almost entirely on appearance so you'd be kind of stupid not to fully think about it I will say, however, just to end this on a positive note, that what is super interesting about OnlyFans is I'm sure if you're online on like Twitter or whatever, you're finding all of these different profiles when you don't go down rabbit holes. And some people are so incredibly gorgeous and they're not popping off. And some people are just like doing the right thing and not incredibly gorgeous and they are popping off. So I don't think, I think that like a slight positive is that people kind of like buy into like 
the vibe of something and the like the sexiness doesn't come fully from like how shaped your body is and how sculpted you are like that's kind of been the process i found because i don't think of myself as adonis i mean i know i'm not i'm reading comments that i like that so i i never have thought of myself like that but so it is kind of cool for somebody like me to be seeing some success whilst always also like having some of these insecurities and these problems historically um I think that should be quite encouraging for anyone listening who has any kind of problems um which is sort of what inspired me to come and talk about this in the first place is like I still every day I'm amazed that I'm getting any attention from anybody and I still feel a bit like that boy who has all of those some of those problems that he was struggling with as a kid and so like it is nice to know that like there's space out I don't know really quite what I'm saying but I just think that there is kind of like something slightly progressive about that notion too so I just wanted to impart that on you because this is the kind of stuff that I'm just sat with that like in my head I'm thinking about but I know if I don't just like bring it to the table that you don't know that too and I think it kind of normalizes this process a little bit but also should just uh you know like you know be kind of encouraging for you if you're ever if you're having any kind of like thoughts about your attractiveness um that is just a vibe and like when I've grown in confidence and whilst you've helped me grow in confidence I do think that that like energy attracts more than having a six-pack so yeah so yeah fuck whoever said that um and also fuck whoever wrote all over my only fans that I was fat too oh people are the worst but anyway um i don't take it too seriously as i said and i love you dude so much and i promise you the next uh podcast i get i i upload will be like with somebody else probably my brother i'm gonna record one with andy lee too um anyways anyways love you love you love you thank you for listening to this ramble good night